listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Cinema Geekly's Marvel Podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we're back to talk the season, question mark, finale, probably series finale of Secret Invasion on Mm -hmm. Disney+. Uh, I say season finale because I've seen an interview with Ali Salim, who is the the man who was a like executive producer on the show, but also directed every episode of the show. And when he was asked about whether or not this was like a season finale or a series finale, he's like, I don't know. Like I haven't heard anything, but like, let's say season. And I honestly, I don't think this is going to get a second season, but it was left. Like, I I don't know. I mean, the ending seemed right. A little bit open ended. What I feel like is we're going to get a little bit more of the story in the Marvels and possibly in Armor Wars, which is another show or movie. I don't remember what its status is anymore. And there's a new Captain America movie coming out next year. I feel like there's going to be some stuff. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's that's right. Like, I feel like the story is going to continue in those mediums and maybe not in like a second, like Secret Invasion season two. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. But you're going to have to do it pretty well. I mean, I can't imagine someone going to a Marvel movie, not watching this show and then figuring it out. Right. (laughs) Right. No, I agree. Um, Okay, so let's talk about what happened in episode six called Home. Uh, we get Fury confronting Gravik at New Skrullos, uh, which gives him, uh, and he also gives him the harvest and asks that he spare Earth and uh, conquer another planet instead. That old trick. Uh, <laughs> Gravik refuses before using the harvest to power himself in an attempt to kill Fury only to learn that it is not Fury, but a disguised Gaia who has also used the harvest. The two fight with Gaia eventually killing Gravik. Meanwhile, uh, Rava, Rava, um, Rava, yeah, successfully convinces President Ritson to authorize a nuclear strike. I, I should have just said uh, Rody, or as uh, the the people at Nerdist were calling him, Scrody. There we go. That's gross, yes. but Scrody. <laughs> Yeah, that's so uh, convinces Ritson <laughs> to authorize a nuclear strike on New Skrullos, but is tricked by Fallsworth into arranging for Ritson's evacuation. Uh, Scrody attempts to retaliate, but is killed by Nick Fury, uh, the real Nick Fury. Ritson calls off the strike, allowing Gaia to free Gravik's human prisoners, such as Everett Ross and the actual Rhodey. 
in and in the aftermath, Ritson uses a new bill declaring all off-world species as hostile forces and threatens to hunt down the remaining scrolls on Earth, causing unrest as civilians publicly murder various high-profile officials for fear that they are scrolls. Fallsworth meets with Gaia and proposes a partnership to protect the Skrulls against Ritson's bill. After cautioning Ritson about the unrest caused, Fury asks Vara to come to the Saber space station with him to help negotiate at a peace summit with the Kree. She agrees, and they leave Earth together. So, Aurora, Mm -hmm. I'm curious about your thoughts on this. It feels... And I got a lot of feelings about this, but I'm curious about yours. Yeah. All right. I need some clarification. Okay. Because I was really confused and I don't know if I missed something. Okay. But we find out that the fury that has the harvest mm-hmm. is Gaia. Yes. Did I miss real fury giving that to Gaia? No. Presumably at the end of the last episode where Nick Fury is like, I need my eye patch to complete right. the look. And then he like calls somebody. Presumably that is Gaia. And I see. Oh, they okay. they do all of the planning off camera. I see. Because that was like the biggest like question mark in this episode. I was right. like, all right. I mean, this, that was a cool reveal. But what happened mm-hmm. ha- when this transfer yeah. <laughs> happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I like that reveal. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was a fun I, reveal. Um, I like the fight. I like the, I like seeing like all the like different powers coming in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if you feel the same way as I did. But it it looked clunky. The special effects a little bit. Yeah, a did little. you feel the same? Do you see that also? Like uh, especially graphic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, it it from all the different effects that we've seen in Marvel. This one seemed weird yeah (laughs) i mean a little plasticky i mean i feel like we've sort of been getting visual effects that have felt like not the greatest for a little bit like Mm -hmm. obviously she hulk had some uh like i don't think you got to see much of that show but but it was also kind of clunky a little bit yeah it had some clunky cgi uh Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania had some clunky CGI yeah, here did. and there. Um, not as bad as some of the shows have had, but um, clunkiness here and there. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've sort of been seeing a decline, not just in Marvel shows, but like a lot of other shows, uh, too, that heavily use CGI, like uh, mm-hmm. Trek and a few other ones as well, where I'm noticing kind of a, a decrease, which I think is just a result of companies being overworked and understaffed yeah um, probably like mm-hmm. trying to hit deadlines and there's just not enough talented artists to meet the demand of an industry that heavily relies on visual effects so mm-hmm. yeah i saw yeah. some of that in here too for sure yeah yeah and also um i don't know i mean this might be counterintuitive but because i know that the president signed a bill that basically discriminates against anybody that's not human mm-hmm. um but I also got like kind of like the feeling that he's a scroll. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're. I think he, I think you like theorized that last time too. I mean, maybe I don't think he is, but I mean, it will be very counter. It will be really bad for him to sign a bill like that and him not be human. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. It gave me kind of like mm-hmm. a weird vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do like 
I do like that chaos that has sort of erupted at the end. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of problems with the story for this. I feel like we were mm-hmm. kind of like on a pretty decent course for the most part. And then things just went haywire at the end. Yes. Um, yes. Like, I thought this was supposed to be some sort of like Nick Fury. I mean, and Nick, to be fair, Nick Fury has always been kind of a divisive figure. We we're always supposed to look at him as some sort of anti-hero, I think. But um, it is... Uh, I, I felt like with him in the lead, I thought it was going to be some sort of like redemptive story or something. And no, he actually kind of just like he saves the world, I guess, but yeah, really screws up things still like things are not better for the scrolls. And his solution is like, maybe we can find peace with the Cree. Let's try that. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know, if, <laughs> if like his experience with, uh, the humans are to, to you know uh, anything to go by. I'm not sure that that's such a great idea. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, like uh, that, the ending sort of just like Ritson kind of immediately turned into Trump, and maybe he was like that from the mm-hmm, from the mm-hmm, get go, mm-hmm. or maybe Ron DeSantis, perhaps even more so. Right. Right. Uh, where it's just like ah, we gotta. D- Get rid of all these trans people. Anybody who anybody who looks like they don't belong in a women's bathroom, we've got to take them down. Right. right uh, even right. if we can't tell, but we can also always tell. So uh, <laughs> even though they can't always tell, uh, I feel like that's sort of the thing that's happening here. And I, I actually enjoyed that, that sort of play setting because it feels like things are starting to unravel on earth and right. uh, i guess the pr- i guess the problem is the mcu still feels really unfocused and mm-hmm. it still feels mm-hmm. like just like a million threads that don't feel yeah. like they tie into any like i don't envy the people making the next avengers movies because i don't know how they tie any of this stuff together at no, all i mean and and i think that I guess this is what they're going for, but like right now, if you're someone that has never watched anything Marvel, mm-hmm. you cannot watch a movie, a new movie. Like you'll be, you are gonna be so lost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe that's true. I, I saw, I saw like Quantum Mania mm-hmm. with my husband, who does not watch Marvel movies consistently, yeah. and he was like, "Who's this? What? What? Why is this person?" Like he had so many questions, but. Yeah. It's because he has not seen, like, everything. Yeah, <laughs> sweetie, you would have had to have seen all three Ant-Man movies and the other movies Ant-Man has been in. Right. So Captain America Civil War and uh, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Right. Like, you know, you, right. uh, there's a lot of things you missed out on. Um, right. And also, and that's, yeah, you know who yeah, that's why villain is, nope. you'd have to have watched Loki. Uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes. And, you know, and, and there's a lot of things that happen in this specific show that if they're going to, like... Mm-hmm. carry out through other things yeah and someone doesn't watch this then yeah. you know they, they're gonna have to do a lot of like uh exposition and stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh gaia is potentially the most powerful would, thing yeah. in existence uh yes uh person in existence i don't know um which yeah. i don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing i i tend to think like overly overpowered people can be tough characters to care about because 
what are you going to do to them? You know, if they mm-hmm. have if they have all the powers. Now, a, a few people are theorizing that maybe she, because there are so many crammed in there, she doesn't have like, you know, full like the full abilities of everyone. Like she doesn't have full Captain Marvel powers and Mm -hmm. full whatever Thanos has or, you know, and full whatever, you know, Winter Soldier Super Serum. Like she has bits and pieces of them, but Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not all of them. So maybe this would make her very powerful, but perhaps not like overpowered. And I I suppose Uh, that could explain why Gravik was killable. I guess. Even yeah, and that's why I think that's why I was a little bit confused too. With like, and I, I mentioned the clunkiness of the fight because mm-hmm. at some points it looked like, especially Gravik, did not have full control of what powers were yeah. active. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's the case with her too, mm-hmm. uh, because it, it was kind of hard to determine if she was like actively creating the power or bringing the power out, or if it was just random. Yeah. That was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thing and it felt this is the shortest episode of the season, so it also yep. felt a little rushed at the end, which mm-hmm. is never great for an ending, I don't think. Um, there are a couple of other things that really stick out. Uh, one thing that sticks out as bad to me, or like a thing that's like, wait, hold on, what? Uh, when Gravik gives himself the powers of the harvest or whatever, uh, Nick Fury was in that pod with him. Yeah. Wouldn't he have like? Wouldn't he have just assumed like Nick Fury is going to get all these powers too? Uh, yeah. Or like I don't know what the thinking was there. That felt weird yeah. to me. Like why me would? Yeah. That was yep. a little strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that has really been a hot button issue is Rhodey. So uh, when they free Rhodey, uh, real Rhodey, he's in a hospital gown. And like mm-hmm. Everett Ross is like, Colonel, you've been in here for a really long time, haven't you? Or whatever. Um, and he's struggling to walk, of course, because he has a spinal injury. But right. people were like, well, he's in a hospital gown. Could he have been replaced like after he got hurt in Captain America Civil War? Because that's mm-hmm. where he sustained the spinal right. injury. And some people asked uh, the question to the director of the show and the executive producer. And all he said was, yep. Which then, right. <laughs> then got people angry because Rhodey... Now, while Rhodey's been kind of a background character for some of these shows and movies, he has had some significant scenes. And some people pointed to a scene in... I can't remember if it was Infinity War or Endgame, but he shares like a really heartfelt scene with Nebula because they're both disabled people that oh, are like, yeah, that's right. Like not fully who they used to be or mm. whatever. And it's like, well, you know, but if that's not, if that's scrody, like that's not really a heartfelt scene with, you know, and like, you know, Rhodey wasn't there when his best friend died. He, you're telling me that James Rhodes missed all of the events after Civil War? Like, yep. everything? Um, mm-hmm. And then people, well, in my mind, I'm like, none of this makes sense. Like, when did the Skrulls start revolting? Did they start revolting as early as Captain America Civil War? Yeah, like, and that's the thing, that, that this show has made me question everything. Yeah, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't think that they did. And 
if they didn't that early, why would they have him replaced? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And then people pointed out, well, there's a continuity error in this retcon, a retcontinuity error, I guess, <laughs> uh, where in this show, uh, we see scrolls get injured all the time when they are in human form mm-hmm. and they do not bleed red. Like mm-hmm. when Scrody gets shot in the head, it's bluish, purplish, whatever yeah, their blood yeah. is. When it's uh, like wine. Yeah. When yeah. <laughs> when Fallsworth cuts that one guy's finger off, it's blue or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and, mm-hmm. and then the finger turns into the scroll stuff. And people are like, Well, here's a here's a moment from Avengers Endgame where you see Rhodey bleeding and it's red. And that's because mm-hmm. he wasn't a scroll then. They didn't think about any of that stuff until way later. And like now it doesn't make any sense. So in my yeah, this is where it it becomes messy. In my head, he didn't get replaced until after Endgame. And Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. I don't care if the roadie we meet for like a few scenes in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is real roadie or not, uh, because those scenes don't carry a ton of weight. It wasn't his show. He was just kind of in there for like a tiny cameo here and there. Listen. He might have a uh, hospital gown. Maybe he was getting a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm, we don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's getting older, Aurora. It happens. <laughs> it happens to all of us guys. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. So uh, there's yeah, many maybe, reasons why someone might have a hospital gown. Yeah. Maybe he was just getting a tonsillectomy for all we. <laughs> yeah. Know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. He was looking forward to ice cream and popsicles, and no, now he's a scroll prisoner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so in my mind, it happened after Endgame because I don't want those scenes to be ruined, and I don't want to like look mm-hmm. back because I don't think there'll be any gained context. And besides, in this show, Scrody was like obviously a scroll. Like we picked it out yeah. like almost yeah. immediately. He mm-hmm. he didn't act like Rody. So you're telling me like all the previous times, totally acted like Rody until yes. now yes. when it's super yes. obvious that it's not. It's like nah, mm-hmm. come on. Exactly. Give me a break. Yeah. Like, maybe I could buy Falcon and the Winter Soldier Rhodey with Scrody, because uh, he was kind of jerky in that show. <laughs> so, like, I could maybe buy it there. But prior to that, no way. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, buy yeah. it at all. Like, not even a tiny bit. Uh, so don't even try it, Marvel. I'm threatening you. <laughs> this is a threat. And a promise. I don't know what I'm promising. I, 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 I'm sticking with he was getting a colonoscopy. I like that, right. that, that yeah. story better. And what a yeah. what a perfect time. Like yeah. nobody wants to Can be. Can you imagine? Can you imagine you're getting a colonoscopy and then you get kidnapped? And then you <laughs> wake up? Yeah. <laughs> Man. That's horrible. Terrible. Ah. <laughs> uh, like the worst like to you for your experience the worst day ever i mean it's probably uh, been it's probably been like a year or uh, mm-hmm. 6 to 8 months but mm-hmm. um just a, a horrific experience horrible horrible <laughs> uh so i liked the episode but i didn't love it um uh, i agree i didn't i didn't hate it but i also thought it was kind of a missed opportunity and yeah, yeah. yeah. so any final thoughts and uh, what would you give it no, I agree. I think that the last, at least last two episodes, we were kind of like gaining momentum on the story, and I was excited to see how it was gonna conclude. And this was kind of like, all right, fine. Uh, yeah. So I gave it at three and a half. Okay, I ended up giving it a, a sturdy, but I think some would say low three. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was fine, but 
uh, like the more I think about it, the less I enjoy it. So I'm going to stop thinking about it, Aurora, (laughs) and start looking forward to the next thing that we're going to talk about, which is not going to be for a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, I guess before we do that, we should do the whole thing where I tell people to head on over to the website, uh, cinemageekly.com to check out the archives (laughs) of the show. Uh, And that we're also a listener-supported podcast, and there's some ways that you can help out there if you'd like. Uh, We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have the merch store, geeklymerch.com. The links for them are in the show notes for this episode. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hit subscribe, and that way you can join us uh, in, uh, like, October. uh, Because that's the next time there's going to be a a Marvel show to talk about. Uh, But I'm sure, Aurora, we will be back in October to talk about Mm -hmm. Season 2, Episode 1 of Loki on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm.